Welcome to the Gravity Technique podcast. My name is Kaz and I'm the creator of the Gravity Technique, which is a bridge between the face-meltingly boring science world and the practical application of how your body actually works. I've spent 20 years researching anatomy and movement so you don't have to, and this podcast is where I deep dive into debunking, de-jargoning and myth-busting some of our most common ailments. So if you're ready to feel empowered and take responsibility for your own health and well-being, let's get started. So, Happy New Year, first and foremost, 2023. And it just, I love, I love New Year stuff because everybody's really getting into, um, you know, New Year, New Me, all these big resolutions, all of this kind of, you know, all that, what we're not going to change. And, and I used to be like this once. I used to have a, just a whole list, a, a huge list of, of all of the things that I was going to do in January. And then, you know, by February, I'd kind of forgotten what most of those were. And it took me back to a time in my life, 2018, actually, um, was probably my largest to-do list, but also the biggest amount of stuff that didn't get done because I got poorly and I got really poorly. So, for those of you that, that know me well and for those of you that have worked with me, you know that I don't really get coughs and colds. But when I do go down, it's usually a hospital job. And it was true in this way that, you know, I was really at the height of my game with my movement practice, or I thought I was. And, you know, with my work, I was in the dissection lab a lot. I was starting to really get into um, fascia and fascia research and then all of a sudden, my scar tissue decided that it didn't want to play with me anymore. And off I went into a whole world of, of um, fibromyalgia, really. Uh, the tissues got very inflamed. And something that was wrapped around my liver started to restrict my liver and restrict my other organs. Um, and then, you know, kind of failed to function on lots of levels. So... Obviously, I didn't, with all that restriction going on in my body, I now didn't have a movement practice anymore. thought my yoga life was completely over. Um, and I ended up in bed for nine months of 2018. So all these lovely things that I'd written on this big long list of all the things that I was going to achieve in 2018 um, didn't happen. Simple as that. Everything wiped out in in one easy step. And I spent 2018 trying to figure out what on earth had happened. Obviously, I had to go down the conventional medicine route initially. I needed some scans. I needed to find out that there wasn't anything, you know, really sinister. It was just tissues being very cross. But so with that in mind, with, with kind of with that experience, and then again, when I got to 2019, I had made a lot of progress, but I hadn't um, you know, I certainly wasn't back to 100%. And then 2019 was was recovery. So again, no New Year's, New Year's resolutions there. And for me, it kind of broke the habit. It broke the habit of the New Year's resolutions. And, you know, best laid plans and all that, and it all got thrown out the window. And now it brought me to something where I now work far more intuitively and 
I focus on what I need and I focus on evolution. So I just wanted to invite that into the session this week and just invite you to have a look at that. It's a slightly different approach. So rather than looking at all these resolutions, could we look at our evolution? So a New Year's evolution. Where do you feel that you want to evolve? Where do you want to grow? Where do you want to develop? Where do you want to change? And, you know, really, rather than trying to break the back of, you know, maybe diehard habits that you don't like, or, you know, it's where do I evolve? And what I found with my experience is that when we look at our evolution, when we seek to grow and change in certain areas of our life, then that naturally takes out habits that we feel might not be quite so desirable or habits that are dogging us and we can't seem to get past. You know, people, I find them really forcing themselves into dry January. And for some people, it really works. Um, I've seen this with the the thing that happens in October, you know, sober October as well. You know, people set themselves a goal. It's got a clear end in sight and they just set themselves up for a few weeks. And it can help to really break the back of a habit like, you know, drinking to excess or if you want to stop drinking completely or stop smoking, those sorts of things. But generally that hard and fast rule of today we're just going to stop doing something but there's no clear why and of course here at TGT we're very clear we know we follow the why why are we doing something it was something that I looked into you know in 2018 I put on a little bit of weight obviously I wasn't moving very much but also I was overeating Um, and I was overeating because I felt miserable so we look at the why Why am I feeling miserable? Well, because I'm not able to do the things that I love. Okay, so how do we get myself back to the things that I love? Or we do this, this and this. And then we evolve and grow in that direction. And then the habit of eating, it was cherry bakewells actually, but the habit of eating cherry bakewells just naturally dropped away as I got back to doing the things I loved and removed, you know, the misery bit. So it's just looking, you know, following the why. So rather than a New Year's resolution, looking at an evolution. And for me, last year really was a process of deepening my connection with my body. Off the back of being poorly in 2018, recovery in 2019, and then, of course, continuing on. That's just become a journey now of connecting to my body, understanding its needs and then being able to respond appropriately. So with that in mind, what I found is, is that your body is your friend. When we're trying to push and pull it around, when we're trying to force it into something, when we view it as broken, and it's very easy to do that when we've had a surgery or an injury or we're suffering with an illness. It's really easy for us to look at our bodies as broken and something that needs a fix. And actually what I found in my experience was I didn't need a fix. I needed to listen. 
I needed to deepen my connection with my body. And I started to view my body as my friend because through 2018, I was at war with it. I felt that my body was up to stuff that, that I didn't understand. It was doing things I didn't want it to do. It was causing me to feel pain. So we were, we were at loggerheads. We weren't friends at all. So that sort of brought me to a place where, you know, we have to be friends. If your body is your friend, it's your best friend because who are you spending the most amount of time with? Because you're always with your body. You can't get away from it. You can't get out of it. You can certainly disconnect from it. And that brings us back to those habits that we might not want or we might want to break. But when we look at the why, it's usually because we want to disconnect from our body and we're not feeling as deeply as we need to be. Because your body's got its own dialogue, it's got its own conversation, it's got its own voice and it's talking to you all the time. And there is an episode on this where, you know, we ask ourselves, how do we feel? And there's a process to that. How do we feel? And then waiting for the body's response, getting out of our own way with that. But it was quite funny because when I first started asking this question to my group, if your body is your best friend, how are you treating them? Then for a lot of them, they said they were ignoring For most people, they said that they weren't on speaking terms with their body or, you know, they were pushing and pulling their body around, trying to get their body to do something that perhaps it didn't want to do. You might know when you've told your friend or your partner, you really need to do this thing. And actually, they've just turned around and said, actually, no, I I don't want to do I don't want to do that. Or they've just dug their heels in and just, you know, given you some lip service, said that they would and then not done it. So that was the general consensus. And then I met my friend and I said, you know, this is what I'm working on right now. And they turned around and said, actually, I'm treating my body really, really well. It's currently wrapped up in a blanket and I'm feeding it chocolate. Is this useful? Hmm. It is in, you know, as with all things. Sometimes do we need to to push and pull ourselves into action? Yes, we do. Do we need to let that get to the extent of bullying? No, we don't. Is it nice to wrap our body in a blanket and feed it chocolate sometimes? Absolutely, yes. Do we do that to the point where we're overeating and mollycoddling our body? And some would call it maybe a spoiled child. No, we don't. So it's finding that lovely balance and that balance comes from that interoception, developing our interoception. And interoception is a muscle. We need to exercise it. Dropping into our bodies, asking the question, how do we feel and what do we need? And then being receptive to whatever answer comes back and then responding appropriately. That is a skill. It's a skill like any skill. It takes time, it takes patience, and it takes repetition on a regular basis. But in developing this interoception, we really get to know ourselves. We really get to understand how we feel. And when it comes to introducing movement or maintaining a long-term movement practice, what I found is we need to be having that dialogue particularly as women who have the deep um, cyclical nature, 
There are some times when we just don't need to be pushing and pulling our body into strength training. We need to be approaching something that is much softer. There are times when we need to just can the practice and wrap ourselves up in a blanket. Equally, there are other times when we can respond with a stronger practice. We can bring the weights in and do some weight training. We can you know, go a little deeper on our sun salutations. We can stretch and strengthen for a longer practice time that particular day because we feel drawn to a practice where we need a little bit more strength. We need a little bit more resistance. But we only know these things when we drop into our body and really take time to listen The other thing that I've found with working with, it's not fibromyalgia, the technical term for it, for those of us that are technical, the technical term for it is allodynia, which is basically fibromyalgia for scar tissue, is that when we are listening on a regular basis and dropping into our bodies and checking in with ourselves, checking in with what's going on for us, monitoring our stress levels, monitoring how our mind feels and then how our body is responding to that mindset we can actually ring the changes and we can feel changes earlier and then we can respond appropriately and that's a great thing because if we're dropping in and we can for me I feel like my allodynia now is a stress early warning system I know when my body is feeling stressed long before my mind has picked up on what's going on. So if I can feel the cellular change within myself and respond appropriately, that's a really powerful tool. We can step into ourselves and feel that gut feeling, that heart feeling, that change in the joints. Maybe we feel a little bit more creaky or a little bit more cracky. Maybe we feel something in our tummy that feels different. Maybe we feel that our blood pressure or our blood pressure is changing. Um, Or we feel that the muscles are different today. But we can feel these subtle shifts that might go overlooked if we're just barreling along in our day-to-day life, putting everybody else first and not taking time to listen. And then all of a sudden something snuck up on us. I was a little bit smug, possibly, in my practice in 2017. I was barreling along, but actually looking over what was going on in those years leading up to being poorly for most of 2018, I had not been listening. There was always another day to do meditation. There was always another day to slow down. There was always somebody else who needed something more than I did. There was one more school run, one more thing that my daughter needed. There was one more thing that my partner at the time needed. Everybody else came first. Parents, family members, siblings, friends, all of their needs came first. And in the end, because I didn't stop and I failed to stop, my body stopped me. And I hope that this is resonating with some of you because if somebody can hear this story and really take it on board and it leads you to stopping before your body stops you, then you'll, you'll save yourself lost years. And that's why I'm sharing the story, because it cost me two of my years getting myself back on track. 
I've learned a lot from the experience, so I'm not regretful of it. But equally, if I can share something and it spurs somebody on to um, make some changes, if you know that this is you and you're running on borrowed time or you're running on fumes and you know that you need a top up, take the time to top it up. So a little bit like the squeaky wheel, you know, when you're driving your car, when you hear that minor squeak, we take it to the garage and get it sorted because we don't want it to turn into a major squeak or it turns into a place where the wheel actually falls off. So are we taking ourselves into the garage every day? Are we making appropriate changes in response to the messages that we're receiving back from our body? So that's my evolution for 2023, but it doesn't have to be yours. But I'm always really interested to hear about what, what are your intentions for 2023? What's your metric to know if you've got there? Have you got there by the end of January? Have you got there in June? Have you reached it by the time the summer comes? You know, does it have to be a whole year or is it just a short term thing? So just some questions for you to ponder. As always, we're growing our Facebook community at the moment. So if you want to come over into our Facebook community, you're very welcome. I'm there live once a week talking about things just like this. And if you want to come into class, head over to the gravity te- or gravitytechnique.com forward slash links and that will hook you into everything that you need to either come and work with me in class, in our Zoom classes, or if you are working with a squeaky wheel that's running towards a wheel falling off, then definitely come into clinic and see if we can't sort you out. So happy new year, happy 2023. I'm I'm wishing you all the positivity. I know 2022 was challenging for some of us. So definitely looking forward to 2023 and making it more positive, ringing the changes and really working to develop that muscle of interoception, checking in with yourself, seeing how you feel. So thank you so much for joining me and I will see you on the next episode next week. We're going to be discover, uh, discussing coconut oil next week, the slide and glide of the interstitial fluid between the tissues. So come and join me for that. It's um, it's such a useful, well, we know that this is how our body works. It's so useful and uh, I try to make it as fun as we possibly can and um, not too not too heavy as always. So happy new year and thank you so much for joining me.